This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening everybody and welcome once again into the KCLR studios here in Kilkenny for Come On Kind. This is season 4, episode 14 and we're getting very close to the end of the Inter-County uh, Leinster Championship before we start the All-Ireland Series and the Senior Leinster Final is going to be coming up this weekend which we will be previewing later on but a curtain raiser to that game is going to be the Intermediate Championship Semi-Final between Kilkenny and Wexford that's taking part our place I should even say at half past 12 on Saturday and they played Dublin in the quarter final last weekend with a very comfortable victory for Seamus Kelly and the intermediate team and Seamus Kelly joins me on the phone line right now good evening Seamus how are you? All good man how are you? Yeah, sure all good now we're in a nice comfy studio here at the minute it's pouring rain outside well it was anyway before we come in here we're nice and dry but it was a nice dry day too on Saturday albeit was it a kind of a a non-event? Was it much of a, a flair to it? Four twenty-four to a goal. Hard to say whether you you learn much out of that shame. To be fair, but in fairness, you can only play what's in front of you. Yeah, no, look exactly, man. But look, before going into it again, you you know you don't want to take any anything for granted in your preparations. And in fairness to the to the girls, they just they hit the ground running and they just kept piling on the pressure early on the first half. And in fairness to them, they just kept hitting point after point, goal chances when they came, they took them, you know. And they, in fairness to them, they just they played to the standard that they wanted to play at, regardless of what was in front of them, you know. And I think you know it was a, a good performance overall over the sixty minutes, especially after. You know, um, the, the replay of the league final. It was we were kind of all anxious just to get back into a competitive game. And in fairness, the the last three weeks have been very good from a preparation point of view. So, it, it obviously from a the scoreline, it's you know it paid dividends. In fairness, I think they hit four nineteen from play with four twenty six or something. You know, so look, it was a fair return from from play. Like you know, so look here, happy enough. Look, we move on to the semi final now, and that that was the goal on Saturday. I suppose talking to Brian afterwards, he had a couple of weeks break before the uh, the Leinster game that came up against Westmead last Saturday as well. So he had a lot of training and he found it very difficult even to get challenge matches in between it. You probably had a bit more of an advantage on that one because you were still playing in the knockout stages of the league. You had the league final, you then had the replay and OK, albeit the results didn't go your way, you were still getting competitive games and then you were able to intensify your training session then for the Leinster Championship, which was was Dublin but I suppose look overall you'd have to be happy and scoring that amount from play and especially scoring four goals as well it certainly you know doesn't do the the team any harm and it builds confidence going into a semi-final and even better still you get to play it in UPMC in Orland Park on Saturday yeah, no, look here again. If anyone that was at the game, I thought the girls, the way they, you know, they linked up on the field, they moved the ball, was absolutely, you know, was 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 fucking brilliant. To be honest with you, you know, it was really, it was really good. Like, you know, and. Uh, in fairness, the, the the big positive I I took out of it was that when we introduced say five subs into the play in, in the second half, all of them all of them you know scored from play like you know and Malhall hit two great points over the shoulder, Ellen Gunner came on and took over the free taking duties, popped over some points and even even Cantwell from midfield you know hit a score you know and I think now the fact that you know that the semi finals when we played in Nolan Park there's there's even a you know a bigger push now to, to get a result this this Saturday against Wexford. 
and the thing though with Wexford is, is I think as we know from the league we, we beat them by uh, only one point you know and the last day you know they hit us with three goals and we just kind of managed to keep them, keep them at bay you know hitting, hitting the 15 points so I think we're going to be in for a big challenge, a bigger challenge this uh, this Saturday anyway, definitely. But um, definitely a challenge that you know the whole group is um, you know really looking forward to. So. Well, I suppose when you have a game like that against Dublin, and no disrespect to Dublin either, but if you're going to be preparing for a Leinster final, you do want to have a couple of tough matches in between it, and you can't get that either from challenge matches or in-house games. So a challenge like Wexford, and as you say, you did play him in the league, it was very tight, there was only a point in it. If you're going to go into a Leinster final, you want a tough game in the semi-final to prepare nicely for it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I suppose, I suppose the big difference you can see between the main series is that the longer we stay in Leinster, we're going to roll straight into into the Ireland series. That's you know all going well. We get to get to a Leinster final, so I suppose these games are hugely important. And I think between the between the league replay and the game against Dublin, we 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 got one practice game in against Tipperary, which was more so for the rest of the panel to get a full sixty minutes under their belt to try to keep everyone kind of you know match match fit, you know. But look here, this 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 Saturday huge one thing it's to get to a Leinster final and I was kind of just you know inquisitive to go back through the, the role of honour at Leinster and I think Kenny have only won two Leinster titles since I think it was introduced in 2014 from what I can see and uh, you know one was in 2015 and I think you're co-host um, Anya was the manager in 2019 as well that you know led him to victory there as well so you know it'd be, it'd be nice to add to that role of honour too you know but definitely the game stand to us leading into the other All-Ireland series definitely you know in, in, in three weeks time so yeah, well, I heard Brian saying after the game as well, and we'll be hearing from him later, that you need to have matches. And they're playing in the Leinster final now on Sunday, and they're going to have a huge spread before they get to play a game, which I think is either down for the, the June 10th. It's either the second weekend in June or the third weekend in June. Like That's a huge gap to be waiting to try and get games and build teams up before you go into an All-Iron Series. So certainly the more you progress in Leinster, it'll certainly help you before you go into the All-Iron Series. No, definitely. I think I think the word you're looking for there is momentum. Like um, the game's coming fast, you know, can build, can build, you know, a nice momentum for a team. I suppose the other side of it is then is just managing the the freshness and the recovery, you know, and you know the I suppose the in, any injuries that come from those games as well. Um, you know, if you have two week a gap, you know, it can take a while to get a team up to that, back up to that, and you know, match intensity. But I'm hoping that the the games over the next couple of weeks will stand to us. And you know, if we get a victory this Saturday as well, you know, getting into a, another final you know would be a great be a great you know achievement on the journey so far you know so it'll, it'll definitely give girls more experience and more confidence when they're leading into the into the business end of the season so it yeah, certainly will Shem you have a big panel as well you have 30 31 girls there I mean competition is definitely fierce because we can see it from the couple of different changes that you make every game as well so players are obviously up for the fight and nobody has taken it for granted that they're going to be getting a jersey every every week when they go out onto the field and that's the right way to have it and to have competition for places yeah no look it, it definitely isn't I think I think you start to see it now and um, I suppose you know this year the the link that myself and Brian have between intermediate and seniors is helping a lot with that as well you know that we're having you know senior girls in training leading up to the games too and they're integrating in with the with the other players as well so it's creating a nice bit of a bit of a bond and you know they're bringing the, the bit of exer- the senior experience that they're gaining as well so and it's creating more competition but like again the, the best example was that you know we we brought on five players against Dublin and all of them hit the score from play 
you know, and they came on and played with intent and to, to show the management that look here, you give me twenty minutes, you give me twenty five minutes, I'm here to I'm here to show you that I want I want a jersey, I want to go at this, you know, and once you have that within the group, you know, you're you're you're, you're going to go places. I suppose the fact as well that you, you do have the double header in UPMC Nolan Park as well at the weekend and you get to play before the senior game is beneficial on both fronts. I suppose number one is you get the experience of playing at a big day and a big event. So if the result did go your way that the girl you know, are prepared for what might come down the line then the following weekend, uh, wherever that's going to be played. Plus, the fact is that they're then available to stay and cheer on the other girls as there and to have you all as part of the one county. You know, for the seniors hopefully to do well and they can then go to the following weekend and cheer ye on. So it's great to have that double header so that you're not splitting year in one venue and the seniors are playing in Nolan Park as well. So I think uh, credit is due to Kenny GA for that. Oh, I have to. It was a brilliant move, you know. He should he should draw a nice crowd to to both games and get a bit of support going as well. And also, I say there's plenty of of Camogie players who probably maybe never, you know, the foot on the, the pitch in Nolan Park just yet to, to play a game, you know. So um, it's definitely going to add to the experience, you know, further down the road, all going well, you know, on kind of big days, big pitches, stadiums, that kind of thing. So um, no, look, it's it's excellent and it's great for Camogie, you know, um, as well to be able to play in, you know, such a such a such a, such a fine, you know, pitch. You know what I mean. So look here, they're definitely looking forward to it. And as the management as well, we're we're looking forward to it as well. So I suppose. We, we don't look ahead too far and you certainly don't look ahead either but from our point of view here in the station if it was going to be you've beaten Wexford at the weekend and Carlo beaten Wicklow at the weekend a Kilkenny Carlo final we've seen it in the club final between James Stevens and Michael. there was great atmosphere around the place so you know if that was the case it certainly would bring a bit of added spice to the Leinster Championship final yeah, I think I think it would. Yeah, all going well if things work out. Would definitely add, add a bit of spice to it. I suppose you have, you know, a chat clear. You know, Kenny man over Carlo, and you have myself playing over Kenny. So it's kind of a, you know, it's an interesting one. And I suppose we would have worked with a lot of those girls in Carlo too back over the years as well. You know what I mean? So and as you said, like when James Stevens said, Michael, you know, was, you know, a, a fierce battle too. Like you know, so yeah. Look, if it if it does come to that, I think it'll be a great occasion. Like Carlo had a good win over Leash. You know. They brought him to brought him to extra time, and I think they were trailing by five points in the period in that game as well. So you know they showed serious character to go to go to the well there, you know, into extra time and come out with a win. And Leash beat the Kenny last year, I believe, in the in the first round of Leicester as That's well. That's right, so, yeah. You know, so Carlo are after you know obviously stepping up, and obviously you know Chap is after bringing a a new life to to Carlo. You know what I mean? So look, it's fantastic for them, and I'm sure if we meet down the road, like it's going to be a you know. A, you know, a an humdinger. honest, an on, humdinger is an honest encounter. But sure, look, we'll we'll uh, we'll see what happens Saturday first, anyway. Yeah, we'll cross that, that bridge, as the fella says, if we get to it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's it. Shem Kelly, the very best of luck to yourself and the team in the upcoming intermediate Leinster semi-final against Wexford. As we said earlier, it has a twelve thirty p.m. throw-in. It is in UPMC Nolan Park. So the advice is to get your tickets and turn up early to the game. It's part of a double header and a feast of camogie is in line in Kilkenny at the weekend so Shem thanks a million as always for joining us here on Come On Kind and we wish ye and the team the very best of luck at the weekend Thanks very much, Darren. All right, talk to you. Gentlemen, thanks a mil for that. That was Shem Kelly, Intermediate Manager there, having a chat to us about the game at the weekend. And you never know, we may have a Kilkenny and Carlo final coming up. 
Anya, uh, you were at the game um, the weekend. There's not much to say about it, really, is there? No, no disrespect yeah. to Dublin. To no, be it's, fair, it's no disrespect um, to Dublin at all. But I mean, it's not great preparation, as I said to Shem, going into play Wexford in particular, um, especially the battle that they had in the league. You would want a tougher test, mm-hmm. but you know yourself, being a manager, you can only play what's out in front of you. Yeah, you certainly can, and I suppose, like, I suppose the one thing I think for the the management team, I suppose it's going to be maybe trying to keep the girls level headed about this as well, because you have to remember that Kilkenny have to turn around and face Dublin in the first round of the All Ireland Championship on the twenty seventh and 28th of May so whatever about getting a massive victory over them last weekend they have to remember that they have to face them again in two weeks time in the All-Ireland Championship so they certainly can't be kind of running away with themselves in, in with that regard um, yeah listen there were some great scores in the match you know Trey's Donnelly finishing off with 1-4 Claire Donnelly 1-2 Laura Green 3 points Afton Grace 2-5 3 from Freeze 1 from 45 Sarah Barco had 4 points Danielle Quigley had a point um, Emma Mulhall as Shem said came on there scored two fantastic points Ellen Gunner got a point from free Eve Cantwell got a point Caroline Kendi got a point so a massive spread of scores which was great to see the defence definitely weren't tested at all especially in the first half like I mentioned earlier on there was twice that Dublin had a shot on target in the first half both went wide one from a long range free um, they certainly to me the Kilkenny backs they just weren't at all under any threat you know when you see your full back absolutely sprinting out the field I'd say more so to keep warm than anything up the field at one stage you know it's it's probably not a good sign from a Dublin point of view um, I think that kind of a score will give the Kilkenny panel an awful lot of confidence knowing that they're well able to do it but as Shem said Is it a sense of false confidence It's though? false hope really going into the next day I think Wexford is certainly going to be a massive massive task for them as well but you have to think about it these girls had you know they had a knock in the, in the league in the league final replay they probably did need a game like this to just yeah. give instill a bit of confidence in them. They certainly but have got it. You, like yeah, a, a league it final, you know, would. you're thinking to yourself, Janie Mac, okay, we should have had it the first day. We mm-hmm. didn't get it the second day. We were well beaten the second day. Yeah. No complaints. We need to have a good start in Leinster, get a good run before you go into the All Ireland series. And like you say, it probably is a good game to have. Yeah. But still, if you were going up against somebody else, no disrespect to anyone else, but I mean, when you're coming up to play against Wexford and Wexford's intermediate, team is probably playing better at the minute than their mm-hmm. senior team which is an awful sad thing to say but let's be fair I mean yeah. Dublin beat them in the, the Leinster Championship um, for to play us in the league final as mm-hmm. well Dublin then went on and played Meath and we were having a chat about this uh, on the full time show earlier on and we'll have a chat about it later on but um, certainly look it was a far soil victory you know when mm-hmm. it comes to it there's nothing much shame and the team can do about no. it you have to go out play what's in front of you that's not their fault you know coming into it but it's not great preparation coming into it I'm going to leave the previews for mm-hmm. a minute a coping because I'm going to do the two of them together if that's yeah. okay we're going to move on to the senior semi-final between Kilkenny and Westmeath and a bit like the game in Castlecomer this was the very same in TEG Cusick Park above in Mullingar now the teams did play one another two years ago mm-hmm. and we done the match live up there and Kilkenny struggled yeah. that day really to beat him it was only in the last 10 to 15 minutes you could say that they really pulled, pulled away, away mm-hmm. from them and did come away with it but Westmead certainly put it up to him but Janie Mac they were awesome um, at the weekend right from the word go they had 2-7 to no score up after 22 minutes Jenny Clifford and Aoife Prendergast getting the goal um, the forwards all six forwards were scoring I think we had 10 or 11 different scorers in total with it mm-hmm. Kelly and Doyle was getting points um, 
um, you know they, they really played well and you could see the amount of training was after being done in the last couple of weeks because yeah. they were hungry they were running in packs to, I mean we've commented on this before when Kikenny play well and they play quick ball yeah. so you can see the player coming off the shoulder quick hand passes moving the ball through the lines very very quickly that's the Kilkenny we've seen to, mm-hmm. to love and we know they can do the business they were really back to that at the weekend now a bit sloppy in places but um, compared to where it was in the league it was 100% better yeah and you know what it probably it was probably no harm that you know that they had the six or seven weeks um, of extra training and I'm sure it was a very gruelling six or seven weeks for them and the girls they okay yeah listen they might have had an old challenge match here or there but nothing beats competitive no. games and regardless of whether you're but even you're, at that Brian said it he found it very hard to get challenge games yeah but and you know I'd well believe it and I think like regardless of whether you're putting up a cricket score against a team in a competitive game it doesn't make a difference it, there, it, there's a huge difference between a competitive game and an in-house game or a challenge match that you're playing and these girls by all accounts sounded as if like they were hungry they were like demons oh, when they, they wanted to get into this but you have to remember again something very similar to the intermediates there's only a matter of weeks left like the girls that probably got the start the last day or whoever's going to get the start the next day knows that this is their last potential opportunity yep. in a competitive scenario to nail down a jersey for the first round of the All-Ireland Championship and which is on is the 10th and 11th of June Brian alluded to it Michaela is out injured at the yep. minute um, Katie Power was suffering an injury just after the league it was good to get game time into her mm-hmm. as well Miriam has gone for the rest of the year Mary O'Connell is gone she's yeah. gone travelling etc so like you're taking three to four players potentially that you're looking to, to nail down a jersey there and even the subs that mm. came on the other day like we've seen Asha McCarty play in a couple of league games she was very very good yeah. came on the other day and scored three points from play mm-hmm. very tough uh, shots that was came in Danielle Morrissey came in as well scored a goal the substitutes really made a difference when they came on but we had two backs the two Fitzgerald sisters the two got on the score sheets at the weekend yeah. as well unreal Yeah, and they were hungry and again it goes down to like and you know we spoke about Gilly Ronaldy for Prendergast versatile we were always kind of looking at her maybe in a half back line midfield role she goes up to four she scored two five I think you said she was two six like, two six like places really don't matter anymore in Camogie or Hurling it's like and I actually said it to her afterwards it, it as really well, yeah. doesn't it's very much like you have to be ready to be trun in at the deep end you could be trun in anywhere and you have to be ready to produce the goods and like when you're producing that and like you know Tiffy did it in the All-Ireland final last year she came First up but point she of the day point you know yeah. absolutely brilliant and I suppose like this is what the lads are uh, the lads at uh, both management teams are going to want like they're not just depending on the six forwards to do the score and if the backs can get in there and do a score great because it shows that the work rate that they're able to do they're winning that ball out but they're going to continue on with the run it's not just hit and hope and stop your job is done and this is how you know the game has completely um, you know transformed over the last couple of years like the number on the back of your jersey really doesn't mean anything when it comes to you know lining out on the field nope. at the end of the day you have to be able to work hard and I suppose this is something that you know has certainly been instilled in Kilkenny Camogie over the last couple of years work hard work hard work hard that's all you want to do I would prefer to have 15 girls on a field that have give you 100% work rate than have someone that's going to score 3-4 goals in a match if they're not going to work at all because to me it, it, it just it doesn't matter we we'll talk irrelevant. about work 
great yeah. and, and you're mentioning it I mean even Brian and Tommy was on the sideline down there and you could see it and they were shouting at players if they weren't tracking mm. back from the full forward line to get back into it and their main thing was work rate you had to keep up the intensity you had to keep up the work rate so if uh, your opposition player was getting ahead of you or even if you were beside an opposition player yeah. and they were running 10-15 yards up the field and you were a couple of yards behind them and you stopped you got a bollocking off them because yeah. you did not continue you have to up the work rate that's what they want to see right to the very end mm-hmm. and you can see the hunger is back in all of those players like I mean it, it's probably one of the best performances we've seen bar the All-Ireland final yeah okay Okay. Now I know they had a, a pretty mediocre league mm-hmm. in Kilkenny standards um, and we know there was all different things there was injuries etc Brian probably wasn't too happy with it mm-hmm. but I mean he, he still wasn't overly happy uh, with the performance as well while it was great there was still bits to improve on mm-hmm. so he's looking for perfection before you go into get into the All-Ireland series and he wants to have another crack at all of those teams and get into the big day in Crow Park you can see it in his eyes Yeah and you know like why wouldn't he? I suppose like this Kilkenny team, this Kilkenny team over the last couple of years have certainly you know developed and probably kind of you know stamping down the fact that they are one of the greatest teams to come out of Kilkenny in, in a long time. And I think that's a fair you know fair statement to make. If I'm honest, you know they've worked extremely hard. They've given us some great days out. Yet yeah, we've been bitterly disappointed on other days. But none the fact like you can see that there is a glint in them. I think and you know what? I don't think it was any harm that they only had you know. Half decent league campaign. I think that's going to put a bit of bite into them when it comes to the championship. I feel like a lot of people have probably wrote them off, like they did last year. A lot of yeah. people wrote Kilkenny off last year. We were in transition. Yeah, we had the you know, we lost coming. a lot of players. Yeah. None of this. All this carry on, and they, you know, they went about their business as they always do, and they came. And out we probably added colored. to that yeah. as well. I mean, the the day again Wexford when we were down there watching it. I mean, it's probably one of the worst games of Camogie I have ever seen mm-hmm. on a pitch. Like, um, and we did call it out, and we did say it, but the girls really did improve but compared to where they were last year even Mm -hmm. playing Dublin I fear this weekend coming and as we say we'll get into that very very shortly indeed but I did manage to catch up with Aoife Prendergast and Brian Dowling after the weekend's games I'm going to start with Brian Dowling and here's what he said to me afterwards as soon as I push this button and get a plate Brian, well done. Uh, good start to the Leinster campaign. You're now into the Leinster final in Nolan Park next Saturday. Great performance overall, 4.21 to four or six points victory over Westmeath. Give us your thoughts. Yeah, it looks nice to be in the final. I suppose we looked at today. Um, it's a cha- it was our first championship match of the year, so we wanted to win it, we wanted to get into the final. I think it's in Nolan Park next Saturday, so look, we wanted to get there. Um, we came up here two years ago and, you know, Westmeath put us a pin of our collar. We only pulled away in the last 15 minutes, so we said today, look, it was all about ourselves get attitude right get the work rate in and take the scores and I think that was you know, I'm delighted that the work rate was there getting hooks and blocks in the last five minutes there. that's what we want to see so it's a good sign It certainly had a championship feel about it you went in 2-12 to two points uh, ahead at half time phenomenal score and, and it seems like you found a, a decent forward in there as well because anything Eva Prendergast seemed to be uh, her touch was like gold dust in there um, in the first half you must have been happy going in at half time with the lead Yeah look so as we said that just uh, I suppose you know, when you're playing when you're favourite 
average for a game the key thing is to, to start well and put the you know put the foot in the gas straight away and we did that we got a couple of goals early on and we kind of were comfortable there but look probably went sloppy then for a few minutes but picked it up again before half time I'm um, lucky if we did well all the forwards you know were scoring well Asher came in there had loads of energy that's what we want you know the competition places is really strong now and that's what we want you know we've lost you know Mary Welsh and Mary Connell from last year's forward so Michaela's out injured as well but you know it's up to new girls stepping, stepping back and you know it's great to see the, the two dials there Aoife and Kellyanne playing their first championship game together for, for a long time so you know it's great to have them back on the pitch You've talked lots of me questions out of the way and that's a small little spiel there um, huge positives like you said the two dials back was fantastic the subs coming in was fantastic all of your six inside forwards today getting on the scoreboard as well very few negatives out of the game maybe like you said you were sloppy in patches and a couple of passes alright didn't go to hand and maybe a couple of pickups but certainly overall it's a fantastic start to your championship campaign yeah look so it's not always going to be perfect and look we we're, we, we know we're going to have tougher tougher days ahead as well but look again it's it said to the girls for the match it, it's it's all about folks you know trying to get ourselves right for the games that are favourites because it's easy to get yourself you know ready for the likes of Galway and Cork and Tip and Water for these matches it's the teams that you're supposed to beat that sometimes we don't do that and uh, we say look we're not going to be sloppy today we're going to have loads of energy um, get the work rate in and I think that you know that was the case today and it's great to get 60 minutes into to Kellyanne and Aoife Katie Power you know had an injury there since the league so good to get 40 minutes into her as well so look it's, it's again the competition places is really really strong Adrian O'Connor came in the back she's been flying it for us there so look the girls know that uh, you know that every jersey's up for grabs Come here to me what is it about Cusick Park and Mullingar and Denise Gall with freeze because the last day that we were here two years ago against with Mead nothing went right with their freeze it was the same again today her open play was brilliant today but I don't know is it the goalposts or what's the story here because there seems to be a bit of a hoodoo on her I don't know you'll have to ask Denise that one it's not got to do with me um, look I think she was one or two as well she's on the longer range freeze at the moment so I suppose she's getting all the, the harder ones so Aoife is hitting the inside one so um, maybe that was the case I don't know the, maybe it's the, the houses and done stores behind the goal could be the reason for that I don't know Come here to me you're in the Leinster final now next Saturday how important is it for the team to be there in your home venue for a big day like next Saturday yeah look said so we want to play in the final it's, we don't have a game for a couple of weeks after that so you know we want, we're not playing until June the 10th and we haven't played since 25th of March so we want to use these games and you know we're going to have Dublin later on in the group stage as well so had him in the league with a very tough game with him we know it's going to be tough so uh, look it's great to get a game because it's hard to get challenge games this time of the year so look we'll definitely focus focus our minds for that one now after today get a good recovery in and ready to go then for next Saturday Well it was a brilliant performance and as you said the work rate was phenomenal today as well and best luck next Saturday Okay, thanks Martin Oh, I tell you, you wouldn't be well at all at all. Poor Caroline is going to get some shock when she reads that text message uh, out when she's after getting a reply back. And I'm not going to say what that's about. But anyway, I got a chat with Eva Prendergast afterwards as well. A lovely player that she is so accommodating to us as always. And the captain from 2022. Here's what she had to say to me afterwards. Eva Prendergast, congratulations. Uh, you're through to the Leinster final next Saturday in UPMC Nolan Park good let's start good win for the girls overall yeah look it was a great win um, we came up here to get the win today and get a huge performance um, we really needed a good team performance and we're delighted to get that today the last day that you were up here playing Westmead I think it was two years ago they really put you to the pin of your collar and found it very difficult to come away with the victory but today right from the word go you really tore into them and had a nice league win in at half time yeah look we brought the energy to our warm up and we uh, that followed then in the match so we were delighted with that 
out and we just need to keep it going. Uh, Westmead, they were very physical today, but we were lucky to get the scores on the board. Now, normally we see you when you're playing out around the half forward or midfield. It's rare that we see you inside on the, the forward line, but coming away with 2 6 today as a personal tally, you must be happy with that. Ah, oh, yeah, look, um, it's credit to the girls out, out the field. Um, they got the ball into me and should have goals were, were uh, lined up for me. All I had to do was finish them, so it was, it's credit to the girls out the field. And yeah, new position, but enjoying it at the moment. You've had a couple of weeks break, so I mean, Brian really must have had you going well in training because your work rate was phenomenal out there, especially in the first half as well. So, has training intensified since the league? Yeah, look, training has been unbelievable. Um, we've all brought huge energy to it, management and players, and there's huge competition here again. And pe- girls come back from injury, girls fighting for places, girls fighting to come on, and that's what you want in the panel, and that's what brings on the training. So it's great, yeah. And lastly, before I leave you go, a final next Saturday. It's in UPMC in Olin Park on your home patch. It'll either be against Dublin or Meath, no matter who it is. Nice to have a home victory or a home venue, I should say, especially for a Leinster final. Yeah, look, it's great to have the full home venue, but we need to bring the performance and uh, we're going to come up against a great team, no matter who it is. So um, if we don't bring the performance on today, um, we could be um, landed on our feet. So we just need to uh, build up now over the next few weeks, week, the next week, and um, bring performance again. Yeah. Well, congratulations on a great victory today and your own personal performance as well. Well done. Thanks very much. I'll certainly be done for being a sniper I can tell you one thing very soon Anya Fahey uh, that was Brian Dowling and Aoife having a chat with us afterwards now we can preview the games at the weekend it's a double header in UPMC Nolan Park we're going to start off first of all with the curtain raiser for the intermediate semi-final it is Kilkenny and Wexford and as we heard Shem saying earlier on it was a very difficult game the last day they played one another in the league only one point in it but how do you see this one coming? Do you know what I feel like um, this year with the, this you know in the, the games that I've seen I've been really really impressed with this Kilkenny squad there's a mix of youth and experience there like you know to me Laura Green is certainly playing some of the best bit of stuff that I've seen in, in a long long time from her I don't know whether the you know the, the tr- her time away in Dubai has certainly kind of stood to her she looks eager she looks hungry she's really really like you know she's just motoring up and down that field and you know something that she's added to her game this year she's you know she's scoring in a lot of the games and like you know she's probably kind of thinking why would you say that but like she is like she scored three really good points the last day she was scoring in the league finals as well like you know and it's something that she kind of is adding to her game as well and you know great to see like you know some new players kind of getting in there as well and you know Roisin Feeling to me is the backbone of that defence there she's been absolutely brilliant Neve Lahey again another stalwart there who's been really superb uh, Katie Byrne from Dixborough another really really clinical player too and I just think that you know certainly Kilkenny I think are going definitely in the right direction and if they do get over Wexford this weekend you know they're going to have a tough couple of weeks going because you know they'll have probably the Leinster final the week after that then it's straight into an All-Ireland series as well so you know certainly I suppose the weekend can potentially start the momentum for them and really drive them on in this and I would be expecting Kilkenny to come out with a victory over Wexford Okay the other semi-final then is obviously Carlow and Wicklow as we said earlier and Chapclear is really 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 having a mm-hmm. great season with the Carlow women I mean it was a tough quarter-final between them themselves and Leash in every kind of a way I believe uh, on the Wednesday night before Carlo coming away with a one point victory in that game so you know momentum for them is certainly putting them forward and while there's a lot of work being done in Wicklow um, can you see any other result than a Carlo victory coming for this one? No certainly not I think 
Carlo are certainly on a different level now this year than what they have been. I think an awful lot is certainly down to the players buying into Chap Clear there and what he's after bringing to this Carlo, Carlo structure as well. And you know, he was at Castlecomer, he was watching that, he was watching the, oh, was the intermediates as well. Um, you know, so he's definitely like you know keeping an eye out on what's going on there. And you know, you know, it would it would be an absolutely fantastic day if you've seen both Kilkenny and Carlo competing in a Leinster final. Well now chap if you're listening we heard you were spying and why not being the due diligent uh, manager of course that people are sure why not it's only a bit of fun as well. Right moving along to I suppose the main event of the day then and it is the Leinster senior final between Kilkenny and Dublin both teams met last year in MW Higher O'Moore Park in Port Leash we knew what or knew we know what happened then Kilkenny running out with victories albeit Dublin did come back in the end but the way Dublin's season is going and the game that we played them last in Parnell Park a couple of weeks ago in the league do you you see a bigger scoreline and margin in this one or can Dublin push them? Do you know what? I'm, and I'll hold my hand up here. I expected me to come out of that semi-final. I actually didn't think Dublin would get through the, their quarter-final, if I'm being completely honest. And I suppose that was a lot got to do with you know their league performances and how they had gone in the league. But they really seem to have revived themselves after that. And like you know, they got a good victory over um, Wexford in the first round. They got another very good victory over Mead. And I think like Dublin Camogie are certainly going to be using this as a stepping stone for themselves, like they did last year for the all for the All Ireland series and. You know, it really is definitely two games that two games that they're going to take a massive amount of confidence from. I think if you're looking at Kilkenny, though, I'd be very like if I was a Dublin if I was a Dublin supporter, I'd be very worried coming down to Nolan Park to play Kilkenny in their own back garden for um, and for a Leinster title, and especially the way Kilkenny seem to be hurling at the moment you know the last day having that break for the couple of weeks and they're just coming out extremely ruthless aggressive it's kind of it's the old game that we were looking at in the last stages of the All-Ireland Championship this year and I would fear for Dublin coming into this I I hear you but Kilkenny seem to play better away from home and I get that but I think I think this is there's a lot of new there's a lot of, lot of newer I won't say a lot there's some new faces in there in that Kilkenny team and I think they're going to be wanting to put down a marker for to nail a jersey for the um, for the All-Ireland Championship and they know that this is probably their last chance in doing it I think Kilkenny will come away with a victory in this Okie dokies well as we said myself and Anya will be there to bring you all the live action from the weekend with the first one throwing in at 12.30 from UPMC Nolan Park and the second one throwing in at 2.13 you can get that live on air and in the app with ourselves on KCLR and that will be available on Saturday the 13th of May so stay tuned but of course it is in Kilkenny so why not get to UPMC Nolan Park and cheer on all of the girls it's a great day out and if I'm not mistaken uh, children's tickets and I double have to check it but I think a certain age is free um, underneath them so I mean why not grab a bus get a team in there get a a young team to go and see their their yeah. stars playing I mean how long are we listening um, and I mean this came up with Don Logue uh, as well with last night I mean you probably heard the hurling debate and mm-hmm. how much that oxygen has been taken out of hurling and it's all gone for pay paywall and you know on the GEA go etc and people have their opinions on it etc but Camogie is also probably in the same vein as the hurling it's a fantastic sport <laughs> you know it needs to be promoted you have to get more promotion out there and the only way of doing that and to know the players is to go along to the match 
matches so why not go and get a bus together or get in the cars and bring your young teams up there make a day out of it it is great you're not going to have 27,000 people in it so they're not going to be trampled on or all over the place it's nice relaxed atmosphere it's great and I mean this is one of the best Kilkenny teams that we have um, in the last number of years so yeah uh, general admission for anyone under the age of 16 is free I mean come on people get together and this is for Dublin as well why not Dublin uh, supporters that's up there your own girls are playing get on a bus come to Kilkenny play a challenge game in Kilkenny on that morning early enough against the Kilkenny team and then head into UPMC Nolan Park and make a day of it the same as you would if it was a hurling Leinster final above in Crow Park as well everyone should be making the effort to do it and we'll certainly be there bringing you all of the live action and Anya is thinking to herself it's going to be a black and stripey day all the way in Kilkenny yeah certainly isn't you know what you're dead right it's a perfect opportunity for um, people to get to matches to get the younger players in the clubs get them into Nolan Park you know it's it's a great venue it's you know it's an opportunity to see both your Kilkenny senior and your intermediate squads uh, play in a match before they start their All-Ireland Championship Um, you know it would be a great opportunity Waterford's done it yesterday they had a couple of buses that was there and they thoroughly enjoyed it albeit it wasn't the result that they were hoping for and talking about games in UPMC Nolan Park after a very 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 long day yesterday but it was absolutely amazing we hosted the two minor A All-Ireland Finals the Shield final and the Cup final in Kilkenny yesterday and they were spectacular amazing games amazing matches and thank you so much to the Camogies now I have to say that the Camogie Association gets an awful lot of bad press sometimes some of it is warranted some of it is not warranted but Bridget Ryan Jill Waters and Caroline Halton was in Kilkenny yesterday and three more professional people you could not come across to run an event they were amazing from the war go so well done to the Camogie Association on a brilliant event yesterday and well done to the three women as well and we had the Oakdoran down with us and Pat Fenlon as well a Kilmacud man from uh, Electric Ireland and I think I met man, uh, Pat actually up at the Kilmacud Croaks a couple of times he was down um, stewarding and collecting results from the All-Ireland Sevens as well so we had a, we really had a great day um, and two fantastic games and someone else who had a great day was Antrim um, and what an unbelievable team that they were and John MacArthur you have to be so proud of all of your players because they are so nice they were so polite they were there early went to the dressing rooms um, had a small puck around the match between themselves and Limerick was amazing Limerick were amazing when they turned up as well you know not an ounce of trouble or anything between them they loved coming to UPMC Nolan Park and Antrim won a nail-biting game in the very end beating Limerick in the final to claimed the Shield final and afterwards I managed to catch John and their team captain Avian Donnelly and Orla McAllister who was named player of the game and we brought him up to the press box and we tried to do an interview with them you'd be thinking that the press box would be soundproof maybe I should have brought him to the Sky Sports end of things to see but anyway uh, I did catch up with a very happy John McCarter after the match the Antrim manager and here's what he had to say to me John McArthur, come over here to me for yes. a second and join me. Uh, we're here in UPMC, Nolan Park, after what has been a pulsating minor A All-Ireland Shield final between yourselves and Limerick. And ye came away with the victory. 
victory 215 to 113 in the end you could see the excitement afterwards what joy great achievement for yourselves Marty NAD you won all Ireland it's unbelievable achievement it doesn't matter what level it's at or who's against but look we are look we trained unbelievably hard for 12-13 weeks the girls dug in with a small panel a lot of young girls in the panel a lot of work seasoned girls in the panel only 18 years age no the whole seekers a good build up nice and relaxed Limerick's the best team we played all year they're normally really tough out for that. they're smart players they're physically strong we knew a battle probably had a goal won the match twice at half time or 6-7 up give away a penalty a point they brought it back into a, maybe two points or a goal at half time they got a great third quarter now they went, I think they went in front of us maybe a point or that so the final quarter up with the didn't well enough we're fat enough you know, we're later on the ground um, we got the scores at the end when we needed it get the scoreboard ticking over trying to play the match as much in their 45 as they could but look we all got the road unbelievable delay at Dunn and Larden right did, did your team talk change anyway at all yeah. at half time because of the penalty because it looked like you were coasting up to that well coasting I want to just be elaborating that word destruction but <laughs> anyway, look, the girls knows what's said in the change room stays in the change room but I'm saying that look you have to lay down the letter of the law the bottom line is we're here to win all Ireland you have to gird it up on the day not man it up you have to gird it up and play the best your ability the girls are talking out the door I'd no Ireland medal in my pocket that's no Ireland medal do you want that in that hand or do you want what's in that hand that's an empty hand so the girls made that decision themselves and they pushed on the wallet come here to me Camogie and Antrim has really taken off in the last number of years you can see that your senior team is up playing at the top level your second team is up playing in the second top level in the league they're in the intermediate championship now as well you're now All-Ireland under 16 Shield champion so more than likely you'll go up again next year now as well like huge work being done for Camogie and Antrim yes as Marty but, but don't get me wrong that's the, the select and the values are doing and we'll make it work but it takes unbelievably you must train to the levels of our teams you must high intensity you train them as senior players uh, you are what you train the girls know that that's why you won that the other day but we need to have that across all our platforms at 16 minor and the senior we are creating senior camogers that's what we want our whole raising debt that is hopefully to know our senior A and say a period of years that's what we aim to this is a stepping stone well congratulations anyway great uh, someone doing announcements here behind me as they always do when I start doing interviews Avian Roisin I'm going to come to you now Avian you're the team captain you have the shield in your hand you made a lovely speech first of all what's it like to come to Kilkenny and play an all Ireland final in UPMC Nolan Park oh complete ecstasy like the pitch conditions the just the whole day was just brilliant it's just such an experience and I'll remember it for the rest of my life I'm going to kill Lillian because she keeps interrupting me every time I do this Roisin player of the match what an unbelievable sorry Orla Orla I'm gone all over the place Orla McAllister player of the match congratulations well done uh, great achievement for yourself and the Antrim girls mm-hmm. um, it's what you dream of like when you start playing Camogie that's all you aim for is all Ireland um, all I wanted was to win like these wee extra bits of player of the match they're just the extras mm-hmm. it's all about the team at the end of the day and winning as a team we start off as a team we're going to end it as a team so that was the most important thing today now come here to me don't mind that John is standing behind you right because I'm a big fella and I can get between you so <laughs> tell, tell me the truth now right what's he like as a manager uh, I don't even know if I could describe John <laughs> MacArthur as a manager but I couldn't even fault him that the heart that he puts into the girls the time he spent just I don't even know how the man sleeps because all he lives and breathes is Komoge and I just couldn't ask for a better manager this year he's just really he, the things he's done for Adam Komoge is just he's just worked wonders um, 
Um, two words for him: intense and passionate. <laughs> He's one of the most intense and passionate people about um, Antrim, and everybody knows it anyway. So there's a few times at training I thought handbags were going to be thrown. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't know how he goes home with a voice most days, but he <laughs> it all was worth it in the end. Well, John, passion is definitely something that you can see because I was watching you high above here in the event controllers box here in UPMC Nolan Park. You certainly have passion, uh, no doubt. You'll go away. You were here early this morning. You were yes. down bright and early. It was an early start for you. You certainly won't mind that now going home as All Ireland champions. No, we will go down to Langlands and do our after meets meal. We'll look and there as All Ireland champions, and we'll come out as All Ireland champions. <laughs> and they can never take it away from them. Well, you do know now many an All Ireland champion has gone back to Langton. I know, I know that. But it's good for the girls. I like to continue doing well. We always fall there. We will go. We'll enjoy our meal. We'll go up the road. The girls do the through the week. We may go out for light refreshment later on. We maybe will not. We'll see how things are. Uh, but the bottom line is, they did the business. Uh, that's the ER you train. So we got out quickly. But and they, you can teams train much as well. But we're absolutely delighted. We've got home unbelievably happy, Marty. Well, John, Avian. Orla, congratulations. You are all Ireland's champions. You've done it in Kilkenny as well, which is even better again. I'll leave you go. Enjoy the rest of your celebrations. And thanks a million for having a chat to us. Come on, kind. Uh, she's here laughing beside me to know how did that come out on us that the door must have been opened the door was well closed I can tell you Mrs Producer and you barking orders away on you every time I go and try and do it I must actually get on to him and see can we uh, soundproof a part of the stadium or something for her from the stadium she just said to me we should get a placard and hold it up shut up and I'm doing an interview yeah no it was great for Antrim Kamogi absolutely brilliant Um, he's some man the, the, the passion with him like is unbelievable Um, but fair play to them all well done to Limerick they added to what was a fantastic spectacle I have to say the crowd was the best crowd I have ever come across in UPMC Nolan Park there was a woman from Antrim in a turquoise top and she must have went up and down the steps I'd say about 150 times and stood up on the seats and the whole lot you wanted to see passion there was passion Um, and even when we announced the result of the Kilkenny and uh, Antrim match and you could hear him no 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 we don't want we don't, we don't want it we don't want it we told him the result and uh, it wasn't too uh, bad at all at all but I have to say um, even Paul Neenan going out after the game as well the Limerick manager uh, couldn't actually believe that they got to play in UPMC Nolan Park especially for um, a final like that so well done to everybody involved it was a fantastic day uh, and well done to Antrim uh, all Ireland minor A Shield final winners to Orla McAllister who got player of the game um, you were amazing uh, I picked somebody else out for player of the game I'm not going to say who it was but it was a back uh, that's all I will say the backs were immense the goalkeeper Emer McGiverton pulled off some fantastic saves she was unlucky with the penalty she did save it in the first half but uh, unlucky not to, to get the rebound as well but well done John well done to all of the Antrim team well done to Limerick as well well done to Paul Neenan and all your backroom team because you really added to a great occasion uh, but I suppose the, the big one itself was between Cork and Waterford and we were chatting about that last week and you know the neighbours you said that potentially they could do it they were after beating him in the round robin series but I think just to give him a little bit too much respect in the first half Cork got a, a bit of a run on him um, half time probably 
probably came too quick for Waterford because they were had the momentum going in at half time um, but look they were just unlucky they got a goal then in the virtual last puck of the game to bring it back just to three points there was six in it up to that but uh, I mean Cork are not all earned champions for nothing I mean when you go into it as the reigning champions there's a bit of pressure on you but they certainly bore that pressure or wore as well um, and the favourites tag they wore as well but well done to Waterford on getting to their very first All-Ireland minor A final and I don't think Anya Fahey it's going to be the last no certainly not I think you can everybody can see and I suppose everybody's hearing that Waterford Camogie is certainly on the rise there as well and you know these girls can be very very proud of themselves minor you know a minor All-Ireland final really is a stepping stone for an adult and we've mentioned that on numerous occasions and you know what you know they mightn't have won this one but by God if these girls keep going stick together you know they're certainly going to be a force to be reckoned with and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of them that'll be settling into the senior squad over the next couple of years and they're just going to add strength to that and the experience alone and playing in a minor All-Ireland final is really going to the stand to them as well. It certainly was and it was a cracking final to be fair. I mean everybody the crowds that turned up to it was unreal. Um, I mean the, the whole day it was just fantastic um, and while we give mention to Antrim and Limerick we have to give plaudits as well to Cork and to Jerry Wallace um, and all his team and to Mark English and Waterford as well. I mean probably four of the well best behaved teams that ever came to a venue. Uh, you know no issues at all at all with any of them um, and they were all so obliging uh, and the whole lot so well done to everybody well done to Antrim Shields winners and well done to Cork as well winning the minor A title for a second time in a row um, and if I'm not mistaken I think it's hard to believe did I see somewhere recently that 2018 was the first time that they actually won the minor A title since it was changed from under 16 Cork if I'm not mistaken really wow strange I, I, I read that somewhere because they they haven't uh, lost a championship final uh, in a year apart from COVID I think coming up to it um, but I think their first one if I'm not mistaken now I could be wrong on that mm. um, but I thought I did see is that since they changed it from the minor back in 2009 etc that's the first time that they had been because I know Tipperary and Galway were contesting an awful lot of minor titles if I'm wrong on that yeah. I stand corrected but um, I was reading something somewhere along the line uh, over the weekend uh, talking about mistakes I made a bit of a boo-boo all right the last weekend when I said that Waterford was into the <laughs> Munster final because I didn't read the result properly. It was only the quarter final. So my apologies to Waterford, but they did play uh, Tipperary at the weekend and Tipperary coming away with a victory and it's yeah. now going to be Tipperary and Clare that's actually playing in the Munster final, which is on this weekend coming uh, before the championship games. I think it's actually, is it pencilled in for Stemple Stadium? Yep, it is. I think it's going to be coinciding as a double header. Yeah, oh, I knew great, I saw that yeah. somewhere. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my apologies to Waterford for last week for putting you in the final, but well done. You've had a, a great season so far as well, beating Cork in the Munster. Uh, preliminary round then, was it? Or it was the preliminary round, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, it was a quarter final because quarter they played final. yeah, yeah quarter final yeah. uh, and Tipperary then just coming away with the semi-final victory so um, commiserations but well done great year for you so far and the season is not over because the All-Ireland series will be starting shortly and no doubt we'll be having an eye on that right under 16 championship started at the week end Kilkenny travelled to Tipperary to take on Tip in the rag and it wasn't a good day for the Kilkenny team with Tipperary coming away with the victory. So not a good start to the under-16 all-earned. 
No, certainly not. And I suppose, like, probably coming off the back of winning the Leinster Championship, they would have had a lot of high hope. But, you know, I think you have to remember going to the rag and playing Tipperary in their own back in their own background. It's, um, you know, it's a massive task um, in itself. But I think, you know, the, the most important thing for this Kilkenny team is they just have to, you know, get back together, refocus themselves. They've got another task now this weekend. They're at home to Limerick. At home to Limerick, yeah. At home to Limerick this weekend. So, you up know... In, up in your country. I'm sure the management team will be looking for um, will be looking for a performance and hopefully to get a result in this because you know there's certainly is a lot of potential there. Two eighteen to three seven was the full time score in that game and there is uh, there's what there's six teams in the group um, so I'm assuming the format is going to be the same that the top four is going to mm. come out of it and play in the All-Ireland semi-finals but some interesting results coming out of uh, the weekend games in the under 16A championship with Cork having a comfortable 10 point victory over Limerick 15 points to 5 while Wexford and Galway is probably the biggest shock I can think of at the weekend because it was a draw at 110 apiece it's a really good result for a great result for Wexford really good result for Wexford like you would be like and it's no disrespect again but you would be expecting Galway to come out with the victory in that there so that's a that's a really good result and you know it's certainly a point that um, Wexford will you know be wanting to hold on to and you know it's probably a result that Galway will probably think that they missed out on well they certainly will uh, because Cork and Tipperary at top of the table Cork just slightly ahead on score difference there uh, plus 10 plus 8 Tipperary Galway and Wexford with a point each Kilkenny in fifth place with no points with minus 8 and Limerick down at the bottom of the table currently at the minute with minus 10 and no points either which brings us to the matches then at the weekend and Kilkenny are at home to Limerick and that game is in Freshford with a 2pm throw in so how do you see this one going? Do you know what I think you know after the last weekend I think Kilkenny will be obviously very hurt going into this game and I think they're going to want to put in a performance and that and you know for Limerick you know coming up to Kilkenny it's going to prove another task for them but you know I full belief in this under 16 team and you know hoping that they'll get the victory from us Wexford and Cork uh, is on also at 2 o'clock um, all these games are down for Sunday by the way the 14th um, and it is a home game as I said for Wexford it's in Oilgate Glen Bryan um, so can Wexford do two against the big two in a row can they get a result or do you see Cork keeping momentum going and coming away with two from two. Do you know what? It's a hard one because I suppose like we don't really know much about these uh, much about these teams. But like I suppose looking at Wexford, we don't because it's hard to say, right? The, yeah. A lot of these teams are coming from what we call the development blitz at under fourteen and under fifteen, yeah. which is completely different. They're small sided games. You know the teams are split up a bit even more evenly. They're you know you're not really having your full A panel or your B panel, etc. So it's hard to gauge them mm-hmm. until they get to under sixteen level when. It's 15 on 15, full championship. You don't actually know what you're getting from any of the teams. Yeah. No, you certainly don't. But I suppose, like, if you're probably to go on form, you're probably looking at Cork to come out with a victory in that. But in saying that, like, you know, Galway, you know, I can only assume would be a strong, would have another strong team in, uh, under 16 grade. And if Wexford can produce, um, you know, a draw against them, especially after coming off the back of a defeat in the Leinster final the week previous yep. to Kilkenny, you know, it shows that they've obviously worked on something. They've got a bit of confidence back. 
back and that game could really really stand to Wexford going in against Cork this weekend that could plus start their momentum going yeah, in it you know, and plus you have Cork coming to Wexford as well it's just not going to be an easy task for them but you know what I'm going to go with um, Cork on this one OK and the final game then of the weekend is Wex uh, no Galway and Tipperary and that game is down for Dugan Park in Ballinasloe uh, it is a home game for Galway we know that these teams have renewed rivalry at under 16 and minor level for many a year but who do you see coming out of this one? Do you know what again I'm just going to go on the back of the previous result from the previous week 218 is it's a big scoreline to be drawn up against and you know confidence is a massive thing especially at, especially for underage so I'm going to give Cork are going to give Tipperary the nod on that even though they do have to travel to Galway They do Right okay uh, so that's the under 16A uh, we're moving into the Shield competition then there was only one game at the weekend and it was victory for Clare over Dublin 2-9 to 1-8 so there is three matches down for decision this weekend the first of them is Offaly versus Waterford that game is on in Burr at 2 o'clock so how do you see this coming or who do you think is going to come out on top of this one? Again it's very hard for me to make predictions on these um, but I am going to go with Waterford on this I think there's a resurgence of Camogie and Waterford at the moment and I would fancy them to come out with a victory in that there OK Antrim and Dublin is playing in Patrick Sarsfields in uh, Patrick Sarsfields in Belfast that also has a 2pm throw-in um, and likewise Antrim are certainly on a high at the minute do you fancy Antrim coming out or do you think that Dublin may be just going to edge it No I think it's a, I think it's a tough task to ask Dublin to, to head to Belfast with that and I think especially after the All-Ireland victory at the weekend I think again Antrim very like Waterford going to be on a buzz from that so I'm going to give um, Antrim the nod in that one as well OK and the last game in it is going to be Leash versus Clare um, that game is down for nothing it is a home game for Leash but there's no uh, nothing on that at the minute to say where the venue or the time is on it but um, yeah do you see anyone fancying that one coming out of it? Do you know what I'd like to think Clare would come out with a victory in that only because they have a only because they have a game behind them I feel like they've kind of maybe started off their campaign on a high and they're going to want to continue that now Leash obviously haven't you know haven't had a game yet but I just think that that game could seriously benefit um, the Dublin game could seriously benefit Clare in that so I'm going to give the nod to Clare Okay no point in doing the tables and that's because there was only one game played in that uh, likewise in the B championship then Carlo came up against Mayo and it was a home game for Carlo in that one and uh, a big victory mm. 8-16 to 2-4 um, against Mayo in this one while in group B there was a couple of matches in it uh, Meath faced down Meath was at home and down travelling down to Trim and coming away with a very big victory in that one 5-12 to 8 points while else where in the battle of the Northern Territory Derry and Armagh came up against one another and Derry coming away with a 4-16 to 8 point victory in that one so at the weekend coming uh, Carlo has to travel to Roscommon Carlo are on a high at the minute um, Mm. so we'll have to wait and see in that one Mayo and Kerry again Kerry are really on a high at the minute um, down there so yeah I was just going to say that they had a very good win actually in the minor uh, competition 
Um, so uh, well done to all in Kerry there uh, Meet and Armagh play one another in Navan O'Mahony's that game is down for Sunday at half past 12 while down and Westmeath is also down for decision um, but there's no f- fixture or uh, time on that one moving along to the under 16C it was Tyrone coming away with victory over Cavan 113-1-2 while Donegal and Louth albeit a low scoring game must have been a humdinger of a game one point in it 1-5 to Donegal 1-4 to Louth in that one um, so well done to all the teams there Louth and Cavan meet one another uh, this weekend while Tyrone and Wicklow uh, are the other teams then in the C competition and I don't think there's a C shield and I did uh, forget to mention the other minor games um, so I'm going to go back here and get to the minor B championship final and that was victory for our friends in Roscommon as they beat Leash 114 to 15 so well done to Theresa Rowe and all of the gang there in Roscommon on that victory um, a very good victory uh, unfortunately for Leash in that one um, but that's the way things roll as the fella says while as we said earlier Kerry had a 4 point to uh, spare over down 12 points to 8 was the final score in the under 16C All-Ireland Championship so well done to um, Kerry in that one under 18 sorry minor C um, it is that's the the electric minor C finally see I'm I'm getting given out to even when I'm here while in the Shield minor sponsored by Electric Ireland um, it was a very big win for Tyrone in that one up against poor Donegal um, and I'm not going to read out the score but it was fairly comprehensive for Tyrone in that one so well done to everybody involved there right I suppose that brings us to the end of this evening's podcast um, if you'd like to get in contact with us at all at all with myself or Anya you can do so at come on kind at kclr96fm.com um, for anything that you'd like to bring up or even if your team is having uh, blitz days or anything coming up that you want to get mentioned or if you have sevens competitions coming up that you'd like mentioned and maybe teams to take part in them do get in contact with us we will certainly give you a shout here on the podcast or if any of the PROs around are listening to us we'd like to get a couple of more interviews with players from around the different counties um, as well especially coming up for championship time if that was at all possible so get in contact with ourselves but as we say the two big matches the weekend is the intermediate semi-final against Wexford 12.30pm throwing in UPMC Nolan Park while the big game of the weekend is going to be the Leinster senior final Kilkenny in Dublin 2.30pm throwing also in UPMC Nolan Park get there nice and early get a good seat and come along and support the girls because they really do deserve it Right, that's about it from myself and Anya here in Studio 2 from KCLR and we've enjoyed ourselves here as we always do 
on this Monday evening uh, the podcast goes out as usual on a Tuesday evening and it's available to download wherever you get your podcasts from so just give a click on it and even give yourself a reminder that when the podcast goes live that you'll be the first one in to have a listen to it and until next week or the weekend when my 7 on you will be live with you on KCLR for those two games it's goodbye from us here in the studio and we'll talk to you next week bye thanks bye this is come on kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahmy. Oh,